there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. gamers welcome to the secret levels podcast on this week's episode throw on your red and blue 3d glasses because shit's about to get weird i'm player one toby and i am player two goobs this is a show where we talk about retro video games some good, some bad. We talk about the history of them, and we try to archive and preserve the history of these old games. We also rate the games, and then we give it a rage meter. Things are so bad, you want to take an aerosol can, light it on fire, and shove it up your arsehole? I don't know, because that doesn't sound pleasant to me. Some games make you feel like doing like that. <laughs> we also have a network we're a part of. Yes, we do. We have. We are part of the Somebody's Network. Go check out all the great shows on that wonderful, delicious, salivating network. Makes you salivate when you hear somebody's like, oh, give me that good shit. And you can find the Somebody's Network on Instagram and Twitter at Somebody's Net. We're also very proud to announce right here, just for you wonderful levelers and gamers and game levels, whatever the hell, that we're part of also a new thing coming up. We're part of the Analog Legends group. If you do hashtag Analog Legends, you might find a whole bunch of new shows that you may like and fall in love with. And they're all to do with, like, retro stuff, like records, movies, all sorts of fun stuff. Star Trek, Star Wars. Yep, there's going to be, if you're a fan of retro, this is going to be a cool network to check out. So check out Analog Legends on Twitter. And we're very happy to be a part of that. That's right. I think we're the only video game show for now, so go us. <laughs> so, Goobs, we uh, we played a very different game this week. Yes, yes, we did. Now, this game was actually suggested to me by one of the uh, local retro video game stores I go to quite frequently. Uh, they're called Freaks and Geeks in Denton, Texas. If you want to go check out, they got all kinds. Oh, of I'm cool surprised stuff. they haven't been sued by the actual show, Freaks <sighs> and Geeks. Hey, their their logo looks kind of like it too, a little bit. But it's it's a really cool store. They've got toys, video games, uh, comic books, you name it. If it's old, if it's nerdy, they've got it. It's it's a cool store. But anyways, it's pretty I, I badass. Got, I got to talking to uh, one of the owners, and he was like, "Yeah, so you know, there's this really cool. I like to point out really cool cheap games to to my customers and everything that you may not have heard of." He was like, there's this one, I don't have it right now, but it's called 3D World Runner. And uh, so I was like, yeah, I'll give it a whirl. And as soon as I did, I told you, Goobs, I was like, we're playing this for the show because it's way different than anything I've ever played for the NES. Yeah, it definitely is. It has its own definite uh, unique flavor, as this, as I would say. The flavor is different. Yeah. So spicy yet mild. <laughs> so this game is called now this is where it's kind of weird already from the get go on the actual label. It says 3D World Runner and it says it on the top label and on the, the front of the uh, cartridge. But if you start up the game on the menu, it says the 3D battles of World Runner. Yes, so it's <laughs> I confusing. noticed that I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? 
I don't know why it's like that, but two, two, two names in one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the the game should get Professor Oak for that. Hmm. You were close. So, uh, you want to jump into some details? Oh yeah, let's run face first right into some big deets. So this game was released September of 1987 in North America. Now it was released in Japan and and other places first. Japan. Street Fighter. Come on, I do. <laughs> it was developed by Square, and it was published by Acclaim Entertainment for the North American release. So that's before the Square Enix. Yes, yes. And it was released on the Nintendo Entertainment System. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're playing with power. Now you're playing with somewhat power. <laughs> so this is a single-player third-person rail shooter platformer in a way yeah or i like to describe it as uh the sonic bonus level yeah <laughs> that's a but really non-stop checkerboard floor just going straight yeah. or you can move left and right but you're just you're running forward you sent that to me and i was like holy shit he's right it really it really reminds me of like uh uh is it rad racer mock racer it does run it, Outrun. It, it's just like any of those kind of uh, old racing games, you know, like where, where the you're... foreground comes into or the background comes into the foreground, and yeah, you're just running straight ahead, pretty much. Yeah. So it's it, it's a it's a different game for sure. But there is a story to this game. Can I tell you about it? Oh fuck yes! It's story time with Toby, folks. Usually right here, I give my own interpretation of the story to sum it up a little bit differently. Uh, but I want to read the... It's like two paragraphs, but I'm going to read what's exactly in the manual. Solar System number 517 is being terrorized by a gang of alien serpent beasts. None of the eight worlds are safe, and no one seems to be able to stop this massive invasion. In short, number 517 is in deep trouble. They need someone who can run fast there's a period between they need someone who can run period fast period <laughs> well Some they called the wrong person they should have got our friend zinger <laughs> gotta go fast gotta go fast someone who can jump there's a period there from world to world <laughs> mario mario galaxy mario and someone who's more than handy with a missile a laser missile they need you. Our, our missiles have lasers on them. <laughs> it's just the whole paragraph's funny. Just the periods. Like, I'm not a very good reader as it is, but the periods as I was reading it was like, wait, oh, that hurts my head trying to get this out. Um, now, the, uh, the bad guy serpents, uh, this isn't in the manual anymore, but the bad guy serpents, main Dragon boss. Dragon worms. <laughs> yeah, they're, his name, the main one is named Grax. And he has seven brothers that help him and a huge army of henchmen. And in the manual, it says that you shoot enemies and dodge them and run into, literally, ancient columns. It yes. says that. It says you run into, literally, in parentheses, ancient columns. <laughs> well, that's definitely what you gotta do. And, and this is interesting. Nowhere in the manual it says the character's name. But on Wikipedia, it says that his name is Jack the World Runner. So, so that's his, is that his middle name, The? Like, Jack, <laughs> World Runner. No, my middle name's The. <laughs> Jack T. World Runner, coming at you. <laughs> JTW. <laughs> oh, so this game should take you around one to two hours to beat. Uh, maybe more if you get raged out on this. <laughs> well, what's the world record on the game, Toby? Well, speedrun.com has a record set by Crazy Goalie 33. Nice North name. He probably had that when he was 12. <laughs> or 33. I would assume he was 33. That could have or, been his goalie number. Or he was born in 1933. We never know. No, his goalie number was 33. Guaranteed. Don't make it so simple. Anyways, he has the uh, world record on the North American version at 22 minutes and 32 seconds. God damn, that man's a world runner. <laughs> world record runner. Hell yeah, he is. But are you ready to world run into some of the gameplay? Oh man, I cannot wait for this. 
Okay, so like we were saying earlier, you uh, your character is stationary on the screen, and the foreground moves towards you, right? I used to have a kid's game, like uh, you were a car, and you had a wheel. The car was just a piece of plastic, and the, the screen would just like rotate around the car, kind of. And that's what this game really reminded me of. I'm talking really old, like, 80s toys here. <laughs> oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Like, it had a little screen on it? Yeah, it was just like a plastic screen. It would yes. just, like, rotate. You go back and forth. Like, nothing happens if you hit anything, but you felt like you were driving a little plastic car. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. That's funny. Had a little key to start the car up. It was great. So, in this game, you're going to use the D-pad to move. You press up to move forward faster. You definitely need to do that at times. Yeah, and you hold down to slow down, but you're going to constantly keep moving forward. You never come to a complete stop. You just keep on world running. Well, if you pause, you can. Your guy, guy takes a little nap and blows bubbles. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I did like the uh, the pause animation. I thought that was I love good. when they have like pause animations or like when Sonic does his like when you stop moving. Yeah, like when he's tapping his foot and stuff. Yeah. I love when games have that. They take that little bit of initiative to have that little bit extra. Yeah, it gives it a little more character for for the game. Um, so left and right, uh, you you can move left and right, but you're still constantly moving forward when you do, and you're gonna have to use the left and right to dodge everything. And the stage doesn't stop when you go like completely right or left. It just keeps like looping around itself, kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of weird. So, if you press A, you'll jump. Now, depending on how long you hold the A button down, you'll jump higher and further. And sometimes it's quite hard to figure out how long or how not long you got to hold on to the A button. Yeah, and you can you can still kind of adjust your speed by pressing up or, or back to slow down your jump. Uh, a Which is nice, bit. but sometimes uh, you don't see a jump coming up in the distance that has like a very tiny... Like landing, you gotta jump again, and you're just completely fucked. <laughs> so, the B button is used for shooting when you get a power up or when you get to the bosses at the end of each level. And we'll talk about the bosses and the power ups here in just a minute. I got a whole list of everything. So, like you said, you can hit start to pause, and you'll get that fun little animation. But here's the thing with this game and the whole gimmick. The whole gimmick of of this game, the 3D World Runner, you thought it was 3D. It is. You hit select, and it'll put it into a 3D mode. And we're talking like, you know, when you used to buy the uh, the comics or something that had the red and blue 3D? Or when, like, Home Improvement and Drew Carey would have 3D, like, night on the old school uh, television sitcoms that were good? Yeah. You go to 7-Eleven or wherever the fuck you buy, you get the glasses and you wear that with all your family. Something like yep. that. So, yeah, you had to have... Or the these... old horror movies, anything. Right. And now, I think they ha they didn't have, like, red and blue. I think you had to have two different specific colors, but I can't remember what they were for this. Well, I can for... tell you, they're not purple and green. <laughs> yeah, you actually found a pair of 3D glasses and tried it out. I used the ones from my jackass uh, 3D on Blu-ray. But they were purple and green. Then I found a DVD of Coraline, and they were purple and green as well. Wow, oh, son of a gun. But I couldn't find the ones for my Jason 3D, so those are red and blue, and those may have worked. Right. So we did not get to try out the 3D capabilities. I wanted to, man. I was all ready. 420 mode. Let's fucking go. 3D. <laughs> oh, I want to see these fucking space worms fly at me. Nah. I'll have to revisit that. Yeah, I think that would be something uh, fun to do is, is come back to this and, and see what that experience is like. Because the colors uh, weren't that bright as the game is. So the game's like very vibrant. Yeah, it's it's a really weird choice of uh, color palette for this game. It's but... fucking dark when you go to the, when you push select. Yeah, it, it gets, uh, I don't know, maybe it makes it pop really, you know, maybe it's almost like the... Uh, the Virtual Boy, how it pops because it's only two colors. I don't think that would be the case, man. So the object of the game is to dodge all these obstacles and jump over these gaps. And uh, that's pretty much the entire game until you get to the boss battle, which the boss battle... Uh, well, you, you can grab balloons, too, to take you up to a, a special world. Yeah, yeah, there's there's some power-ups and stuff. Uh, 
but like the the boss battles, all of a sudden at the end of the level, you are flying. <laughs> and you can just shoot these weapons. Your jetpack starts working. Yeah, I guess so. But then you 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 start flying, and you can shoot the boss, and it's this uh, flying snake-looking thing, the serpent beast. It's kind of like the Space Harrier game. That's what it reminded me of. And you get ah. the serpent coming at you. And, but I didn't... Well, the Space Harrier came out far later than this, so maybe that's what they were taking inspiration from is this game. Well... kind of makes sense. Uh... But, I got a little fun fact for you that I'll go ahead and spoil. Space Harrier came out first. Oh, and shit. This, this was inspired by Space Harrier, which I, I've never played that either, so I don't know See, what See, I thought like. Space Harrier was a Sega Genesis game. Uh, it was. So I think it may have been out on the Master System. As, ah, so makes sense. I, I'm not 100% sure. I, I didn't deep dive into that research, but... I did see that Space Harrier came out first, and and we'll I'll talk more on that in fun facts. Um, but yeah, so you got the serpent thing, and you have to shoot him, and and uh, which you don't have these bullets through the whole game. But you, we'll talk more about that in just a second. So at the bottom of the screen, you have a small little hub, and it tells you your current score, which world you're on, and the number beside it is the level so like you could be on world one level one world one level two which it's really weird because as you go to the next level you don't know you don't know it just changes it just changes the number the only reason you know because you have like a whole bunch of bars on your hub that go down i guess that's your time i think that is a timer but i'm not 100 percent sure like it never made sense i to thought me. it was time and then it refills once you get to because if you just, like, hold back and just go through, you can waste time, but you want to go fast. Gotta go fast. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Zinger, for making that a thing. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so I really don't get that bar, but when it refills, when you get to the second level, it kind of makes sense, hey, I guess. Real quick, Zanger said that before the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer came out, too. I know he did. Ooh, that's kind of scary. <laughs> so they're listening to... Us. Sega's Sega, out there. Sega, put us on your payroll. Yeah, we'll talk great about all your games. <laughs> um, so Bubsy yeah. was awesome. <laughs> now you're lying. <laughs> uh, so now you're then, lying with power. <laughs> Even though it's a Nintendo thing, I don't care. I do what I want. So also in that hub uh, in the bottom right corner, uh, it has the number of lives you have left, and above that is the number of bonus stars you collected, because you can collect these little stars throughout the level, which the score absolutely does nothing, as far as I can tell. I didn't even get an extra life from, like, points. I got I, extra life from bumping into columns and getting hearts. Right. So, uh, some of the obstacles and enemies that you'll run into are the menacing meanies. They kind of look like Lolo sprites, which is ironic, Oh, God. Can I just mention that now? <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on. We'll, we'll get to it in a minute. Uh, and, but they can all be a bunch of different colors. They're, they're never the same color. They're a ball with eyes that are rolling around. I'm like, that's fucking Lolo. Yeah. And looks... then, oh, God. I'll mention that in a second. We're going to keep saying we're going to mention that in a second and not mention it. No, we will. <laughs> There's the White Willies, and they move faster <laughs> than the uh, menacing enemies. Let me and... tell you, the White Willies move pretty fast around here. Hey, yo. So they're like a little snowman head is what they look like. They've got like the carrot nose looking thing. There's and fucking then... hands to give you hand jobs. Yes. Block your way. Those are called Handman. Handman? And they Sounds are so... like someone from Mega Man. Yeah, they are so frustrating. So it's just a hand, and it'll slide across the map and, like, block you to where you can't run past it. And they don't kill you, but they block you. And, and they're some... normally on the edge of something where you have to jump over a giant gap. Yeah, and sometimes they're even in the gaps. So if you jump, and they, they get to where they're just sliding on the ground at first, but then they can go up in the air and stop you from jumping. So if you're trying to make a, a leap over one of these gaps, and they stop you, you instantly die. It and they sucks. follow. They follow how high you jump too. They're a real, real pain in the ass. Right. Uh, there's these towering infernos, is what they're called, and it's just like it almost reminded me of the cactuses in Super Mario World, but they were on fire. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice to see. Those guys are dicks too. Now I did notice. So there's there's a couple of levels to where there's those uh, 
those towering infernos. And it looks like there's two gates that you can run through, like a left one or a right one. And if you choose the wrong one, that's when the hands start stopping you. And if you choose the correct one, they won't mess with you at all. So I don't know. I don't know if I was just getting lucky or if that's something. But that's something I, I kind of noticed, and I was like, huh. "It could be RNG, Toby. Could it could be RNG. Be. It really could be." Uh, so there's robot. I just know I hate them. <laughs> yeah, those hands are dicks. And the, this game is all to do with timing your jumps, and the one way that really pisses you off is those springs and or I thought they were frogs. I don't know what the hell they are. <laughs> I thought they were frogs too. That's funny. Yeah, there's these uh, springs that you can bounce on. They're the first time you get like the longest black hole of your life. And you have to pretty much jump on these guys consecutively in a row. And it's just hard to time your jumps in this game. Like I've never played this game before in my life. Neither has Toby. So no. we're kind of noobs at this shit. And playing it for the first time, super, super frustrating when you're trying to nail a perfect line of jumps. You don't know how hard you have to hit the jump button, how fast you got to go, like to pull back on the the d-pad to slow yourself down but you figure that out and you get along with it but yeah it's super super frustrating when you first start yeah it get, just because it's it's different than playing like a mario or even even like the racing games like we talked about like the nes racing games like you're you're not jumping over anything like yeah you're trying to dodge like oil spills or you know whatever obstacles in the racing games but you know you're, you're never having to jump and do this weird mechanic like this game so it's 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 a hard to get to. That's where the 3D might come and like help you because I had a hard time with the uh, depth of perception of depth of perception of things. Right. Sometimes it'd be hard. Like I got bad eyes. You got bad eyes too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we both wear glasses, and sometimes I find it hard to see where something was. I'm like, how the fuck did I hit that? And it's just because I'm I have really bad vision. Yeah, when you come up short on a jump and you just barely hit the edge of it, and you're like, son of a bitch, why didn't that count? Oh, that's the worst. You, I could have hit forward like, for an extra second on the D-pad, but nope, I let go because so I thought I had it, and there's an enemy right there, and you just fucking smash right into it, and then you got to start again. <laughs> yeah, That could be your last life, and you got to go all the way back. Yep. So, the power-ups... Like we've uh, kept talking about, if there's there's the fire columns, and then there's these weird other columns, the ancient columns like that we see like at a Greek like cathedral. Yeah, yeah. So you run straight into them, and like a power up will fall out of them sometimes. Sometimes they won't. Which but is most stupid. Of the like, what have you seen that in a video game? You don't see Mario running into a coin block without hitting it. It's like, oh, hey, there's a mushroom. Well, you know, technically Mario puts his hand up to hit it. He doesn't. He's not like hitting it with his head. Too, oh, I'm just so. saying, running straight on. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. He's got to throw a shell at it. You to don't see it. Richter in Castlevania just running to a wall and there's meat there. Yeah. Gotta hit it. <laughs> it it is it is a, a little weird, but some of the uh, power ups you can get, you can get the laser missiles, which in the few times that I was actually able to get it, uh, I noticed that you can only shoot like two missiles before it's like gone. So what's the fucking point? They make you feel like you're oh yeah, you can fuck shit up right now, but nope, you really can't. Here's the really weird thing. The manual says that you have unlimited firing power until until the end of that life. But like I said, it would shoot twice and then it would be done. It was like a two pump chump. <laughs> Story of my life. Humiliation. <laughs> so I don't I don't know if if maybe I was just doing it wrong, which is the story of my life. <laughs> or if if it's it, the manual's just wrong, you know. I can see two gravestones sitting next to each other, two pump <laughs> chump, and I was doing it wrong. <laughs> and then our wives picked those on to have our <laughs> and our, our, our wives ha- our wives have big like bodybuilder husbands, and they're like, yeah, we're glad, and they throw like dead roses on us. <laughs> <laughs> this got morbid real quick. My wife would throw dead roses because she actually likes that shit. She's like my Morticia to my Adams. Love you, Jenny Bean. There's a shout-out. There's a (laughs) shout-out. There's, uh... So, some more power-ups. There is the power potion. And this is supposed to make you invincible for a short time period. But every time I got it... It just makes you look like poo. Yeah, it makes you, like... I don't know, but... 
the invincibility only lasted for about three seconds. I like, thought it would last a bit, but it only hit me like allow one hit. Well, there's the other one. Uh, the now I might be getting these backwards. The atomic power. I think that one might be the one that gives you the extra hit. So you can actually, when you get the, like the little atom bomb looking thing or the atom uh, thing. Oh, see the the jar of jelly. That's what I call it. That's what it looked like. I thought it was like a lotion or something. That, I thought that would give the you the one extra hit. Well, whichever I might, like I said, I might have them backwards. But one is supposed to be in, invincible. Who knows? This for... game could be ass backwards. <laughs> the, the, the manual obviously could be ass backwards. We don't know. Or bass backwards. Yeah. <laughs> the the potion. One of them is supposed to make you invincible for a little while, which only lasts for about three seconds, and the other one's supposed to let you take one hit from an enemy. So, yeah. And then you can collect a heart that'll give you an extra life. And then there's the mushroom. The mushroom of doom. Mushroom of death. It gives you the mushroom stamp and you're like, ew, and you just die. Yeah, right on your forehead. It, it's really weird to me that the, the mushroom is a bad thing in a Nintendo game, especially since, obviously, Mario. You're is... trained like a Pavlov dog to know that mushrooms are good, unless the... they're purple. Did you grab one as soon the first time you saw it? Were you like, "All right, what is this?" Why wouldn't do? you? Yeah, exactly. You're like mushrooms. Good. <laughs> it just didn't make sense that it killed you. Yeah, you die right away. Yeah, I yeah. Guess no, it's kind it's, of like an anti-drug thing. Like, don't take <laughs> mushrooms, kids. <laughs> don't have a good time while you play this game and do mushrooms. Oh fuck, dude! If I was like a teenager again and stumbled across this game. Fuck yeah, I'd be throwing on 3D glasses and eating mushrooms <laughs> while playing this. What could possibly go wrong? You know, I, I was kind of saving it, but I really do think this is a game, which I don't I don't partake in any uh, activities like that. I don't I hardly even drink, but I feel like this is one of those games that everyone was like, dude, come over and play some World Runner. And Next time you're at your game it. store, ask your buddy if he's ever taken fucking shrooms and played it, because it's probably the case. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever, that's why he ran out of copies, because that's what he hides the drugs inside. <laughs> that's you, you buy the game and it comes with just uh, joking. If you ever it. listen to the show, <laughs> that'd be uh, a great selling method. Yeah. Oh, you, you want some of that that world that world runner? I got you. I got you. <laughs> so some other uh, power ups that you can get. There's the cosmic clock, which gives you more more time on your. Uh, Not that you need it. Yeah, I don't I don't think you ever need it. There is the warp balloon like you were talking about earlier, which this is a bonus area with no enemies and you can just get extra points. Which I don't know what the stars. Oh yeah, a lot of stars and and all that good stuff. Sometimes you gotta jump for them and it's hard to hit the ones at the very top. Yeah. You know what? That is so some of the uh, stars actually like arc up. They arch up and like it's hard to to really judge, like, oh, am I holding on enough, or you know, like, really to collect them when, you know, when they're in like a straight line, but it's kind of arch, yep. and you could collect them all. It's just it's hard to judge. I, I could get right. the ones in on the bottom, one in the middle. I could not get the ones on top. Yeah, I had a trouble. I had a lot of trouble with that too. I, I was always just too late or too early. <laughs> yeah, Which, you are. Story of our lives. <laughs> That's on our third tombstone because we're two big guys. We, need three <laughs> we had to share a third tombstone. We get they were too it. early and or too late. You decide <laughs> which one is which. Uh, so in total, there's eight worlds with four levels each. And at the end of each level, you do the serpent beast battle, which it's the same serpent beast looking enemy at the end of every level. So they change colors. They change Sometimes colors. their heads are different, too. And and like after like the first the first level you fight one the second level you fight two and I don't so know on and so forth you I, fight I was, a fuck ton of them yeah in in the eighth and final level you fight like six or seven if not eight and and it takes forever just to do that ending the, the it's not hard no they're not hard at all uh, as long you as you hit them when they're not close to you because if they're I, that's where I had a problem like again with the depth perception shit. Just like uh, if they were too close, I'd try to be like, okay, I'm going to smoke him out right now. I'm going to fire his ass up. And then I'm like, oh, I'm dead because he was really right there. Yeah, he was a little closer. It is it is hard to tell when That's where the like 3D might you. really help. Yeah, we'll have to come back. We'll, we'll re-review this in a 3D version one day. 
so the worlds, there's uh these are the names of the worlds. So it's world one is called Uno. And it's <laughs> it's basically your easy beginner level to are figure we in out Mexico? the Mexico? Yeah, I guess so. Uh World Two is called Toro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Toro. Uh, and there's lots of pits and gaps to jump over in this one to, you know, learn more of the buttons. There there's three, which is Cavernero. And this is the one that we're We're definitely in Mexico in this game. (laughs) Uh, This is the one that has the really long jumps. It's called a 3D Mexican runner. (laughs) Uh, Final boss is Trump. Hey, uh, number four is Quanto. (laughs) And uh, this has a bunch of new enemies. See, my joke just keeps going. (laughs) Yeah. Five is Tamero. And this is like, I think this is when the hands start appearing. Tenero? Uh, I want to know, like, I know we have some people that listen to the show that speak Spanish. Can you please tell us the name of some of these levels? Wait, six is Aquo, <laughs> which is the underwater level. Uh, so probably means, are you sure it's not Aqua? Agua? No, it's A-Q-U-O, Aquo, Aquo. Yeah. And then seven is Invisno, and then eight is Finno. <laughs> <laughs> this could be all just fake fucking names, but it sounds definitely Spanish to me. I, I just love that the eight one, uh, World Eight is called Finno. <laughs> like it's Finn with an O at the end. Finn. Finished. <laughs> uh, so, and and you know, we talked about the springs and stuff. So some of the worlds have those green springs that you bounce on that look like frogs to us. Uh, but sometimes you won't have those, and you'll actually use the top of those pillars. You'll jump on top of them and bounce on them. Yeah, it's those in the fire columns, and that's kind of hard, too. It, it There's nowhere that it indicates that you can do that. You just bounce on top of the, the fire pillars. Because if you run into them, you're dead. So you, yeah. ex- you expect the same thing when you jump on top of them. Maybe if they're fully erect, you can jump on top, but it's always better to be a power bo- power top than a power bottom, I guess. <laughs> Depends on uh, who's asking, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, no, the, there's definitely tons of uh, there's definitely tons of black holes you got to jump over in this game. You got to jump on different obstacles to get there, and it's absolutely uh, terrible at times. You're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do at this moment? Yeah, there, there's nothing in this game tells you how to play, like. This this one does not hold your hand and like, hey, press A to jump. No, this one's just like, here you go, bitch. And I I kind of appreciate that. Well, we got to appreciate that as gamers. Like, you got to love that challenge. They say Nintendo hard for a reason. This game brings Nintendo hard. Starts off nice and cheery, but it fucking kicks you in the dick very quickly. Hey, speaking of nice and cheery, let's talk about that music. <laughs> oh, God, fuck. <laughs> So talk about the same song over and over and over again, which I saw those little balls rolling around. That's why I mentioned Lolo before. Adventures of Lolo, because this is the same fucking thing. Adventures of 3D Lolo. You were having a nom flashback of Lolo. I definitely was, because it just kept on repeating the same song. I got to the second world and was like, okay, this is time for some new music. Nope. I'm like, you, no, please, please tell me, no, this ain't, this ain't gonna be that same shit all over and over again. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I'm turning the volume down, I'm done. Because <laughs> I'm not, like, my first few uh, playthroughs of this game, it's like, okay, don't really recognize it too much, let's go, and then, like, the fourth playthrough, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not fucking with this no more, this ain't my jam. The music was good, until it got repetitive as all hell, because when you die... Hear the same thing again. It just keeps on going. You might as well drill drill my fucking ears with the Q-tips on fire, because probably get more pleasure out of that than listen to that music. Yeah, so I really enjoyed the music uh, when it was first the first level and two, maybe two or three levels before I really was like, wait a minute, is this the same song over and over and over and over? So three or four levels into it, I was like, yeah, it's not so bad. It's... It's not a bad song, but then I realized, wait a minute, that, that's the only song I'm hearing. Now, there is a song when you're fighting the boss. Yes. So The we, same boss. The, the same, bo- <laughs> the same skin, boss. The same boss. With the same music every single time you get to the boss level. So you do have a break away from that 
that same music, unlike. Is it really a break, though? Well, no, not well, sort of. Hey, at least like to fight eight of them in a row. At least it's not like Lolo, where you're just listening to. I'm gonna fucking punch you, dude. <laughs> I just want it stuck in your head again. No, but it, it really isn't a bad song. Just like the Lolo song, it's not bad. It's just why not give us one or two extra songs? I again, I know this has to always end up being like, well, that's all they could fit on the cartridge. I understand this game is pretty big, like for what they were doing. They had a lot of like 3D quotation mark uh, shit going on here. They have a lot of different kind of uh, sprites and. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of different enemies you gotta like run against and can't really hit. Just gotta jump over. But uh, you could you could have fit at least three songs on there or something. Yeah, there's there's some uh, other sound effects for like when you die and stuff, but they're they're real short. And then there's an ending song. So I could have done without the ending song and been another song that would rotate in between. I could have done levels. without the ending. Huh? I could have done without the ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the ending, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was really ridiculous. Um, you know, uh, speaking of the ending, uh, did you know, like, once you beat it, there's, like, a, a, a password and stuff? But uh, it's it's not that big of a deal. Um, I don't really care about it. You can, you can have my cartridge uh, of this game if you want. Yeah, yeah sure. I mean, need some cleaning up, though. Okay, well... What did you? Are you? Did you write this when you were like two? You wrote goobs on it. Yeah, that's mm. why I write on all my games. Mm. I put a little mm. goobs on everything. Well, I'll, I'll leave you alone with that. I gotta go write my name on some other cartridges I just got recently. Okay, well I'll, I'll clean this off real quick and uh, just come back here in just a second. And I'll just rub this childlike written name on it. <laughs> Hey, How dare you take away the name of the Goobs Genie? Oh, no, this is actually my co-host name, Goobs. Y'all just kind of share Oh, no, I take over his body and I write that there. Oh. So you write like a two-year-old. Oh, yes, I have bad penmanship. Hey, you know, speaking of uh, penmanship, I forgot to write down the code that was given to me at the end of the game, and I have no idea what it does. After you oh, beat the one it, that takes you five minutes to see? Yeah, it takes a really long time, because they do one character at a time, comes out and says... One, one little word. space dick at a time! That's the way I like to take them. <laughs> so, uh, do you know what that code is by chance, and what it does? Oh, it definitely is. a good code will definitely help you out in this game. So you hit, at the start uh, menu, like the start screen before you start into the game, you hit B four times, hold up, plus left, press start at the same time. Yes, you need to have a lot of fingers for this. Okay, luckily I have seven on each hand. Before you start the game, and then you go in, and the game will be much more harder than you started with. Wait, I thought you said this was going to help me with the game. I'll help you be a better gamer. I'll help you with the game. No, you're the Goob Genie. Genie comes with a price. Maybe I'm the Dark Genie. Oh, see, I thought Maybe I'm Dark Goobs. supposed to help me cheat and be good at games. Oh, no. I have taken a turn for the worse. Oh, man. I'm hooked on that Genie Coke. <laughs> are you on the, the shrooms that are coming out of the columns? The oh, yes, the shrooms, shrooms indeed. I put those shrooms there. I traveled back in time just to do so, or in the future, either or. Uh, By the way, I'm on them right now. Am I really here? Are you really here? No one knows. Wow, that's pretty deep. Why does it smell like fungus in here? Um, Do you want me to be honest? I think it's your feet, but anyways. It's my feet. It's my feet. Uh, you want to hear some fun facts? It's time for fun fucking facts with Toby. I put an extra F in there. Bring. Bring. <laughs> so, goobs, we are going to play How Much Does This Game Cost? Well, you we kind of gave it away that it was cheap earlier on. And maybe... Maybe. Seven fifty. You're going seven fifty. Now we're talking American United States 
Yeah, I'm not letting you fucking trip me out again. Seven fifty. Seven fifty. Loose. We're talking loose without the box. Loosey goosey. It goes for nine dollars. Okay, I wasn't. I wasn't too far no, off. No, no, dollar, dollar fifty. You're, you're close. So, goobs. A loony and two quarters. A, a loony. I don't. I don't know your fake Canadian money. Loony I, is a buck. Oh. Looney Tooney. Anyways, <laughs> Tooney's two dollars. Oh, shut up! Now I don't know if you're messing with me. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> That's what the two dollar coin is called up here, Tootie. <laughs> what do you call a five dollar bill? A five knee? There's no. This is just five dollars. Oh, it's Jesus a bill, Christ! Not a coin. Jesus. Okay. Anyways, um, closing box. How much? We do call you that think? a fin, I guess. A fin. Sorry, go on. <laughs> Close and mint in box. Close in box, not mint. We we don't care about the sealed. Complete games. in box. CIB. Complete in box. Let's go for twenty two fifty. Twenty two fifty. That's a pretty good guess. Is that with the three D glasses? Uh, yes. This I think this is the price with the three D glasses. I'm glad that you brought that up. Uh, but twenty two fifty. It goes for thirty dollars. Damn. So you're pretty close still. So. That's how much is this game? I'm still more proud of my Mega Man double double correct. Yeah, you got you got that one on the money. I still think you looked it up. Anyways. I still think you rigged it, but anyways. <laughs> I'm gonna start like just adding the ninety-nine cents and bullshit just to make you never get it <laughs> at ninety-five cents. <laughs> I never get it anyways. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. So this uh was originally released in Japan as Tobadace Tobadace. Daisukin? You were close. I, I don't know. <laughs> Did you make this game? <laughs> I made this game. Uh, the Japanese version is actually on a floppy disk and is like the add-on for the Famicom. It's the disk system. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's not on a cartridge. It's on like a floppy disk type game. Yeah, there's a bunch of games on that. Yeah. You have to buy an add-on. I'd like to get one of those. Yeah, that would be cool to have a, a little Famicom uh set up with with that disc system. So this was the f- one of the first 3 games by Square to feature a 3D feature. So what's the other ones? I don't know. Um I didn't even look that up. I should have. That would Oh, been... I thought you're setting me up for to ask you that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that would have been some fun facts to know. I'm an idiot. Uh, so you can just added all that in. Nope, it's staying. <laughs> <laughs> so the game was uh, packaged with a cardboard 3D glasses. So, like you were saying a minute ago, uh, you got to have those 3D glasses for it to be. Yeah, I got to check and see what colors those are. Yeah, sometimes it, they can both be gray. They can be all different sorts of colors. It depends on the spectrum they're using. It's like a green, I think, and something else. I don't, I don't remember. It but better it not be purple because that didn't work for me at all. Well, sometimes three D doesn't really work for me. So my one eye is completely fucked compared to my other one. <laughs> I don't know why I'm, I'm thinking you have like a glass eye now, and you're just. <laughs> I don't got a glass eye. <laughs> this one's weaker than the other. You fuck. It needs to go to the gym. <laughs> Gotta get some gains in my eye and start fucking injecting protein into it. Uh, okay, so basically this game was uh, developed to show off the 3D programming techniques that the developers could do. So that's literally why this game was made. And they and, all ended up working on Sonic. Yeah. Well, uh, did they? No. No, I was just no. making a joke. Well, so I, just... I started thinking, I wonder if, if some of the team went to Sonic for Sonic 3 and that's kind of where they got the 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 bonus level idea for him from that could be the case we'll never know anyways uh it was criticized as being a ripoff of sega's space harrier that came out two years before world runner so we were talking about that earlier so it must have been on the master system yeah so the game creator was interviewed in 1999 for next generation magazine and said he liked space harrier but it was made for the purpose of showing off the 3D aspect. So he was kind of like, yeah, we copied it, but it was f- to do something different with it. I would have been like, I've never heard of that shit. Get out of my face. It makes me wonder if Space Harrier maybe had an uh, arcade port also. I don't know. Anyways, um, so those uh, 3D glasses, uh, they kind of uh, appear to be slightly rare because 
you know, when you're a kid, you didn't keep the box, so the glasses would easily get thrown away. So I didn't look or up... Or just get destroyed as a cardboard, right? Right. I didn't look up to see if there was a special price for the 3D glasses or if that was included in the closing box. So uh, don't quote me if you're trying to find this game and you think it's only 30 bucks and then the freaking glasses are 50 bucks. <laughs> 120 Yeah, something stupid. <laughs> so this game sold around 500,000 copies worldwide. Not too shabby. No, not at all. Which is weird that I never had, or that we have never heard of it really until now, though. You know, that's a pretty good sales for a game. See, you gotta listen to your guys at the game store. They know what the fuck's going on. Sometimes. I've been to some game stores where. Yeah, we won't. That's listen to the guys at the good game store. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some people are like, oh man, no, you need this Chrono Trigger Mint in Box. That's and, the best game ever. And then some and then, are like, yeah, Call of Duty is the best game ever. And you're like, ah, if you say so, boss. Oh, they just try to hawk you the most expensive shit. Yeah. Like yeah. Chrono Trigger, mention box. <laughs> uh, so there is a Japan-only sequel called J.J. Tobadoi whatever part two. I'm not going to try to say <laughs> that name again. Joe, go blow me. <laughs> but there is a, a part two to this game. Uh, the same team worked on this one that worked on the first one. But instead of doing a floppy disk, they actually did put it on a cart. Huh. Yep. And the sequel was the final game that was made before Square started working on Final Fantasy. Oh, shit. Yep. And uh, our pal Jack is a secret character in the Square Racing game for the PlayStation 1 called Chocobo Racing? Yeah, Chocobo Racing. Yep, so he's he's the final secret unlockable character or something like that. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I probably recognize him from that <laughs> other than his actual game. <laughs> well, you only see his back. Well, I guess you do see his front when he when you pause the game and he turns around and sits down. I was going to say, you never see the front of him. Like most of the men you meet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. I know the back of that head. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to fucking rage. Oh, come on! So, this is the part of the show where we let our rage loose. We let us rage about how mad this game makes us. We rate it from a 1 to 10, 1 being it's not bad, 10 being what kind of rage, Goob? Uh, shoving a pistachio shell down your pee hole. Ooh, man, that you got to be mad to do that. And then peeing it out while you have a pineapple backwards up your ass. Ooh, share us a little Nikki. <laughs> little Nikki sure is listening in hell. <laughs> sure, sure, that's what they do to Adolf Hitler. Yeah. So, goobs, one to ten. What are you giving this on the rage meter? A seven. Okay. Point five. Oh, see, you jumped me because you you world runner jumped me because I had a seven also. A black hole jumped you. Yeah, I want to hear why yours is a seven point five. Mostly because I didn't know what was coming. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of the games that we play around here, folks, as you know, we're we love retro games. We played most of these games before, and it's not like a. A hit against this game, but there's something new, something different, and I don't know if I liked what I saw because I couldn't really see too much. Well, what was coming at me? Right. You you, um, you take a long jump, and all of a sudden you're expecting another landing pad, which is big to land on, but it's not. You have maybe a couple steps before you got to take another long jump, and I was terrible. I was straight up terrible unless uh, I knew what was coming, and it was absolutely. Not a good time. And then um, all the enemies that were coming to the screen, just absolutely onslaught at you. Those springs, I did not like at all. Like, I could time my jumps somewhat, but I had a hard time keeping it straight. I got twitchy fingers. I'm used to playing Mega Man, like running gunners. So my fingers go back and forth for some reason. Like, even in Mario when I'm jumping, I kind of guide myself where I need to be. This game, don't do that. Just jump forward and just fucking go for it. Just use the back and forth to control your speed. Don't shift left and right like I did, because you're going to die a lot of times. 
Uh, the music, big driving factor in the 7.5 here. Absolutely irritating after the first, like, three levels, after you keep on dying again and again and again and again. I know we don't like games with repetition. This is definitely one of them. Fucking made me rage so hard. <laughs> and the the fire towers, wherever the fuck they are, the cactus is on fire, as Toby called them. I thought you couldn't jump on top of them. You surely can. You can ride with it, because when you run into them, like I said before, you die. Yep. So... It's like, what kind of learning curve do we have here? And sometimes the long jumping sequences just went on too long for me. It was like, okay, let's get to the other side. And then I hit a balloon and it hits me back to where I was. I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck is going on right now? This level is twice as long as it needs to be for a short (laughs) game. And the music just gets right to you. And yet again, I cannot mention the music enough. You know, we're music men here. Yep. (sighs) We like a good tune while playing. Yep. Go, Toby. Sink. I'm sure you're going to ignite something in me when you start talking. So, uh, again... The hands. The hands. <laughs> that's You know what? That was I love my... hand jobs, but I hate those hands in the game. <laughs> I hate those jobs. Wish I had jobs. a different job, but getting the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> so, uh, I was just a, a bump underneath you, but seven, and uh, yeah, my first note is those hands. Those hands would make you so mad. Um... Figuring out that you had to bounce. Stop! Get your own sandwich. What's that? Stop! Get your own sandwich. <laughs> because wh- why are you saying that? I'm confused. That was like an old subway. You ever had that? Uh, Down in the states was a subway uh, commercial. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Stop! Get your own sandwich. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, Bobby Hill is like. That's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> That's my purse. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> figuring out that you could bounce on the top of the pillars was stupid to figure out, and then it was even stupider to figure out that you could bounce on the uh, the fire f- inferno towers or whatever they're called, because like you said, you can run into them and die, but you can bounce on them. We're okay with that. Like, who the fuck just said, you know what, let's throw the rules out right here. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you love taking it up the ass, you just can't run into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the power-ups were really confusing. Uh, and I, you know, we always try to play the game without reading the manual to see if, if it's something that you can pick up and play. Uh, I usually try to read the manual after I play to see like, Oh, okay. That's what this was supposed to do. I don't at all. <laughs> I just jump right into it. I'm but a goobs. This is one where you need to read the manual to figure out what the fuck is happening. Uh, because this game tells you nothing, which is fine, but you know, how you just randomly bump into a column before you're like, oh, shit's falling out of that when I bump into it. Like, That's how I found out. Yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty sure most of those power-ups don't work like they're supposed to, and I don't know what the fucking points have to do with this game. The collecting stars is pointless. There's no reason to collect the stars if it's not going to give you a one-up or a power-up, some kind of bonus. I don't know. But it's pointless to collect the stars. Don't collect the stars. So I'm giving it a 7 just because there was some nitpicky things that I wasn't real crazy about. But we should move on and give our overall rating on this game, Goobs. Zen. The zen of this episode. So this is the part where we give a 1 to 10 rating because we're simple folk. And we use simple numbers on how yes, good we are. this game is. One being... It's a terrible game. Ten being the best game I've ever played in my life. I just climaxed. <laughs> Goobs, what are you giving this game? Uh, I've been tossing some numbers around in my head. I'm going to give it a six. Okay. It's unique. It's a very unique game for the NES. You kind of got like some very 3D things... You gotta take yourself to when you're playing this game as a kid, like if you were to play this game as a kid. This game would have blew your mind, especially if you had the 3D glasses with it. Right. So I, whenever I try to play the old NES games, the ones I haven't played before, I try to take myself back to a simple time, because again, we're simple folk. And I, I'm like, would my younger self like this game? Yes. Yes, he definitely would. Young Goobs would definitely love this game, because... It has a good arc of challenge, which is good in the game. Like, Young Goose played Mega Man. He's used to challenging games, so I'd probably get used to doing this. My brain wasn't mushed as it is now, 
So I'll probably do a lot better at memorizing when the big jumps are coming and everything like that, and what pillars to land on and what not to land on and what pillars to hit and get the deadly mushroom because no mushrooms entered my system when I was a kid. <laughs> so they make it a lot easier for me to remember things. So I'm going to stick with my solo rating as a six, and the, the music sucked. The music fucking boss level was uh, the same thing over and over and over. You're fighting a fleshlight of a dragon over and over <laughs> and over again. Yep. Sorry, not a fleshlight. You're fighting a bad dragon. I think that's what the dildos are called, the big giant dragon dildos. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, neither do I. But they're always you're fighting them over and over and over again, and... Uh, you think you're done with one hole, here comes another bad dragon for you, big boy. <laughs> Seven bad dragons later, your asshole's ripped open and you don't want to play anymore. No more dragons. No more dragons. No more dragons. <laughs> and the whole ending of the game is just given the cheat code. And I don't even know what the cheat code is. Uh, hopefully someone told you earlier in the show that I don't know who that person is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, uh, you're giving it a six. Yes. 5.5. 5. Shut up. You're giving it a six. Okay, I'm giving it a six. Because <laughs> uh, I'm giving it a 6.5. and uh, Well, it would have got a six in the end. Yeah, it would have gotten a, a six. Uh, That's so, all you got. Uh, American average. <laughs> I think. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Depends on what dimensions you're using. <laughs> so... Uh, 6.5 because I really enjoyed how different this game was. I know that Space Harrier came out first, but I've never played that either. So this is the first game like this. And it really reminded me of the racing games, like I said. Um, Space Harrier, you can shoot. Oh, could you? Well, you could. Two bullets in this one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Space Harrier is a lot better. Yeah, so I I really enjoyed how different it was. I know it's it's a ripoff of the Sega one. Um, I thought this game was fair, though. Uh, it was different than most of the NES games, and it's sort of impressive. You know, there's there's a lot of different sprites. There's a lot of different enemies. Yeah, you get the same music over and over. You get the same boss, pretty much. I, I wish they could have changed the bosses up a little bit. Maybe gave us something different to shoot at. Come on. How it, hard would it be to put a fucking robot in there or something? Like, or just I know, like, like they're space dragon worms or whatever the fuck they are, but. Well, you know, I think that would have been a redeeming quality of this game if you would have had different boss enemies to fight, you know? I, I think that would have been a really cool addition. Again, I don't know what goes into the programming of this games or the space uh, restrictions. Well, they change up the attack patterns or something. They yeah. came out of like, the same like thing every time, pretty much. Yeah, just did a figure eight and just kind of s- would s- fly by you and hit you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the enemies I think weren't that impressive. Uh, it's a pretty simple game for the most part. Uh, it's got a few tricky things here and there you have to figure out on your own, but it's not so bad. Again, the music is terrible. Uh, but like I said, it's it's got some good qualities to it. It's it's unique. It's fun. Um, it, it could really be one of those games that you play with like two or three people and like see who can get through these stupid levels, you know? Uh, It'd be a good pass around the controller game. Oh, come on. Let me try. Let me try. Kind of thing. You know, uh... I, I, I think when if I would have played this as a kid, I think I would have gotten stuck around World 3 or 4 and never gotten any further. Like, I think I could have got to the Springs as a, a, a wee lad, and that's it. Yeah, until you figure out how to give a hand job. <laughs> Which was pretty early. So, uh, yeah, uh, it just needs more bosses, I think. I really think that's that's a major fix and maybe fix the point system or what it does and fix the weapons. And this would have been a really badass game that could have been like an 8 or a 9 almost if it would have had cooler weapons or cooler power-ups and more different bosses. It could have been a classic for sure, I think. Oh, so, yeah. The, it's definitely a unique layout of the game. Yeah. We haven't played anything like that on the S... Or not the SNES, the NES. Right. So between uh, your 6... And my 6.5, we're giving it a 6.25, which is a very respectable 
uh, rating. Uh, go, go check it out if you find it for cheap. Yeah, if you got, if you can pick it up for six bucks, I, I think it's definitely worth your your six bucks. Maybe, maybe nine if you're feeling froggy and you want to hit a spring. Finish him. So this is the part of the show where we uh we get to the serpent boss and we fight him. And then we kill him, and then we fight him again, and we kill him. You get we... to the serpent serpent boss every Wednesday, man. So that's when we record. Breaking Ayo. news. Oh, yo. <laughs> but yeah, so this is the part where we uh, we uh, talk about our other projects before we say goodbye. Goops, do you want to tell me about your other project? Yes, I got a couple other projects, actually. You can go check out the Derailers at the Derailers on Twitter. It's my wonderful wife, Jenny Bean, my best friend, Ripkin. You guys know the spiel at this time. We jump on a train, run it off the tracks every single week. And we have a lot of fun doing so. We pick a random topic and research for two to five minutes and then just go off about it. We share a lot of personal stories and we have a lot of fun with you personally. Feels like you're in a room with a bunch of friends. It's a great time. We also talk about a horse named Naysay sometimes. And a new friend of his, Jamakapaka. Go check that shit out. And his great friend, Jambon, who is a pig. And that's <laughs> French for ham. It's great. You go check out Derailed Wrestling as well on YouTube. Derailed Wrestling. Exactly how it smells. Spells. <laughs> it smells pretty stinky, too. You want to get a whole bunch of wrestlers and shove them into a ring. And just do all the action. We do the commentary, which is decent at best. And it's our kind of own little wrestling federation. Go check it out. Derailed Wrestling. Toby, what do you got up your uh, tinfoil sleeves? <laughs> hey, well, first off, you can follow me on Twitter at Toby Von Doom. Oh, yeah, I'm Goobs WN. And then for my other project, I am part of the Secret Transmission podcast, where we talk about conspiracies and other spooky stuff, uh, paranormal and whatnot. And you can find us on all the major podcasting platforms. We take a satire look at everything. And uh, we make jokes, but we're not funny. And uh, I think you are. Thank you, Goobs. I love you. You're welcome. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Secret Transpod. And uh, there's uh, something else that's more important that I need to tell you about. Oh, it's this show's Instagram and Twitter handle. It's oh, at shit, Secret Levels dog. Pod. Yeah. Secret Levels Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Please follow us. We have a Facebook page. We have a Facebook group called Secret Levels Group. You can chit-chat with us about video games and video game accessories. If you want to help us out, you can also uh, rate our show. We would absolutely love that. Leave a little comment. Let us know you did that, and Toby will probably send you something for that. Hey, I will. Stupid man. Send you a little, like, no, we're not talking dick pics here. We're talking stickers or some kind of, like, little, little sick of surprise. Yeah. Maybe dick pics if he's feeling up to it. We we'll see. Uh, <laughs> we'll we see how hard that how high that star rating goes. <laughs> but if you also want to support us further, you can go to www.tpubble.com slash user slash secret levels and you can put one of our wonderfully designed t shirts by Toby on your fucking handsome and or womanly chest. Your womanly chest. Hey. Put them on your chesticles. And uh, also, we have a Discord uh, where you can chit-chat with us and some of the other burger lovers in, uh, in our Discord. We, uh, we have a, a chat room called Burger Talk where we uh, talk video games and all kinds of stuff. Also. Random shit. We rant about stuff. And, and you can play video games with us. Sometimes we uh, get on Smash or some other games. So, yeah, join our Discord. Friday Night Smash Night. Jump on. Have yeah. fun. Uh, there's a link in the description of the show notes. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to plug a few extra things, if you don't mind, Goobs. Let's plug shit. So there my is... my butthole. I have that covered. <laughs> I already got our bad dragon in there. <laughs> a, a serpent beast? <laughs> so, uh, there's... Tentacles. <laughs> there's a, a really cool uh, web series called Stilltown Gaming. Go to stilltowngaming.com. Uh, they've got a... Uh, mockumentary of sorts about retro video gaming it's uh it's only got two episodes out so far yeah go check it out they don't live too far from the goobs yeah they could even meet the goobs genie one day oh god damn it i'm not painting my, i mean uh, i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> um 
Also, go check out the Yokai Kids. Uh, it's Y-O-K-O-I-K-I-D-S. And that's also their Twitter handle, at Yokai Kids. Uh, basically, it's a small group of people that uh, really enjoy Game Boy games. And every month they pick one game and they review it. And there's a podcast and there's people that submit fan art, uh, music, reviews, just all on that one Game Boy game a month. And uh, I'm going to be sending in some submissions, just little five-minute uh, reviews of, of some of the games. So I think it's a, it's a cool little project that they got going on for, for you know fans of Game Boy games to kind of join in on. So, yeah, go check out the Yokai Kids. And I wanted to give one more uh, thank you to uh, Freaks and Geeks for recommending this game, this goofy-ass game, and uh, giving us something to rage about a little bit. So go to if yeah. You're, if you're thanks, in, guys. If you're in the North Texas area around Denton, that's uh, Freaks and Geeks in Denton, Texas. Go check it out. Lots of cool games, lots of cool toys, lots of cool everything. Because it's the nerdiest place that I've ever been. It's to. worth the flight to Denton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just tell them that secret level sent you. Tell them Goose will be there in a couple years. <laughs> Serpent Beast, I'm here to stop you. I don't think so, Jack. I'm gonna kill you. I've been world running all over this place, jumping over pits, jumping on fire stuff, and jumping into pillars to get power-ups, and I'm here to stop you. You may have beat my minions, but you cannot beat me. <laughs> Serpent Beast is down. That was easy. Way too easy. Oh, am I? Oh, no. Another Serpent Beast. I'm his brother, Serpent 2, the Serpentor. Uh, okay. Well, We're going to kill you, Jax. Nope, nope. I'm taking you out, too. No! Well, that was a piece of cake. All in a day. Was it, Jack? What? I'm his brother's brother, what? Serpent 3. How many damn serpents are there? I'll take you out as well. Ah, my liver. Well, I think that'll do the job. I shouldn't have any more serpents Does to deal somebody with. say Quartro? God damn it. Game over, folks. <laughs> podcast is part of the Somebodies Network. You're never alone when you've got some buddies. Hello! How's it going, everyone? I'm Kevin, a.k.a. K-Slugs. And I'm Peter, a.k.a. Deal For Real. And we host a podcast called The Interstate Gamers. If you've ever wondered how your favorite games might stack up against each other, or you just want to hear some detailed reviews, then our show just might be for you. On The Interstate Gamers, we discuss and critique everything from the gameplay to the aesthetics to the content of some of our favorite games. You can find us almost anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and even your trusty pal Alexa. Follow us on Twitter and make sure to subscribe if you like what you hear. Thanks for listening.